Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana. And Sammy is on vacay in Italy, looking like she's having the best time. She's having a blast. Although it's really funny to watch her videos with her mom. Like they're (laughs) hilarious. I told her that I would watch an entire video series of her mom identifying plants with her phone. (laughs) Her mom has like a plant app. Yeah, and she identifies plants. Like, I could watch a a full video series of that. Like, that would soothe me and entertain me. I need an app like that for people. (laughs) Where where did I meet you? Right? It gives you, like, the database. That's funny. All right, so we have a lot of pop culture to talk about. But before that, I think, obviously, like, the last few days have been quite heavy. I personally have been rocked by it. And it's just, like, a whole very, very sad, fucked up situation obviously on this show where this is a place where we want to escape those emotions instagram could also social media in general could feel very very heavy right now at least it is for me you know just seeing all of that and so we're just trying to make this show a little bit lighter we're not going to be talking about it but of course if you want to know more information and know places where you can take action check out this up we have a lot of great just a lot of great resources there but just know that we're we're feeling it too. You're not alone. And it's been a fucked up couple of days. But let's escape that for just an hour and talk about some should we talk about the Kardashians? Or some, should we talk what do well, you what do you up to this I think weekend? We, I think we should talk about your first I mean, I don't know you don't want to call it a party, but I would call it a party <laughs> um that you had was, last week at your house. It was funny because like we've known each other since we're 10 and I've always like I used to go to your house a lot like we would you know we were really good friends we would like my parents house yeah yeah we were like best friends we would I would always like go to your house and so it was just funny because like my dad picked me up from the city <laughs> to take me to Long Island to go to your party and it was just like it's just like a surreal it was like a very like weird life surreal moment where my dad for me too because like my dad is dropping me off <laughs> at your party at my house at your house that you own though it's not like your parents right. house my parents your house. there and i did get like a flood of memories of like going over to your house and like messing around we're like in sixth grade just like trolling people and trolling ourselves really we were trolling each other yeah walking to like the pizza place and with your brother who you know was like three at the time and now is like 22 i know i know 23 23 um it's yeah it is really crazy and it was so funny for me because i was by the kitchen or i was by the window of the front and i'm like see this car that i recognize i'm like is that turn dad <laughs> like pulling up and i was like is he coming <laughs> i invited him yeah and i was like oh jordan is here it's so funny so no that was it was fun we had a great time there were lots of kids i invited like so i have a lot of a few of my friends are my new friends are my neighbors and they have children and it's just it's been so cool just to see it like all everybody kind of coming together it was like rusty's friends my friends then our new joint friends and all these children and fucking dogs it was like a daycare slash like dog run so like this is a good first party i think next time we'll probably do like children like people with kids one like one time and then like more adult party another time i think that this is the first time we kind of just like could not we were like well if we invite this person we have to invite this person we have to invite that person and so it just kind of rolled into that but it ended up pretty fun did you have a good time i had a great time i had to leave to go to dinner with my dad and i felt like (laughs) a lot of fomo rusty pulled out just out of nowhere so after mila went to bed is when you know shit got shit got crazy rusty came out of the house with my saxophone Where did where, where do you keep it that it's so easily accessible that he could just grab it okay, and like well, play some okay, tunes? Yeah, no, it's it's very easily accessible. It's it's on display in our living room now. Do you not. play a lot, Alien? No, I don't play, play the saxophone. 
you definitely used to. So I mean, oh yeah, yeah, I played. Yeah, I played. I mean, sex. it's clearly not like buried deep in your garage. Okay, or here's something. why. Here's why. Well, first of all, I just moved here, so nothing is buried. Did you pick it up from your parents' house before you moved? <laughs> so my dad moved. Well, my parents got divorced while I was like a couple of years out of college, and they sold the house and my dad moved to an apartment and my mom moved to a different place. And so like they divvied up my shit and I like was like, oh, I lived in an apartment. There's no room for me to have my saxophone (laughs) or my like, and my dad didn't want to sell it. And I was like, don't sell it. And also my like snowboard he still has or like my Cornell diploma, like all these like snowboard's expensive. I wouldn't sell that. Yeah, you know, exactly. So my dad was moving. He just moved to Florida. And um, with his new wife, congrats, dad. And he was like, that's it. Like the fucking saxophone and the snowboard are not coming with me. You moved into a house. You have more storage now. That's fair. The tables are turned and I go, totally fair. Bring it over. So one day he just shows up with the saxophone and it was hilarious. But so Rusty pulls it out from the, the saxophone pulls that out, out of, from the basement and just comes out and he starts playing it. And I'm like, looking, I'm like, this is disgusting. That breed yeah. has not been changed since 2007. <laughs> he, you know, he didn't break out in any like. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have like. You should e. play. <laughs> you should play the sax while snowboarding. Just make it. You, you know, know a thing. I'm a nervous person as it is. You know, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> gonna be doing that. Play a tune. Yeah, but I could play the saxophone. It was kind of I was showing him how to do the buttons, but I refused oh to put my mouth on that reed. I mean, fun fact for the listeners: Aileen and I were in band together, like from <laughs> sixth grade until we graduated high school. <laughs> And we, yeah, we were in band together like every year. I played the clarinet. Aileen played the saxophone. As we've said before, we were very cool in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if our listeners have been listening since we relaunched the At Batches show with us, we told very good stories about our experience in band. Like, remember yes. that one episode where we were talking and I was crying, laugh, like I fell off my chair because of the story about you not <laughs> humming? <laughs> really the funniest. You know what else we did? We played badminton. In my yard <laughs> it was such a shit show because no one could play at the at your party yeah, well, yeah. rusty just pulled out like these badminton you really did everything and, and shuttle like a variety show it was a variety <laughs> show you got a little fire pit we so, had a fun, yeah. yeah it was fun suburban life suburban living everyone loved the faux pas i have to say faux pas is the perfect like pool party or beach day i mean it's perfect drink overall not to you know not to everyone thinks their own child is perfect but yeah. I have to say, it's just like, it's perfect. so easy to drink because you're not going to, you want, I feel like a pool day, you want a cocktail, but you're not going to make, you're not going to make yourself a fucking cocktail at a pool party, right. but. And it melts. Yeah. And th- now they're in these cans, it keeps it cold. It looks so cool. It's just, it's a vibe. And it, it's such a vibe. And it like, everyone has a different flavor. Yeah. And they were gone so quick. They were just, gone. You know. And I bought a lot and <laughs> it was great it was fun to see like oh this is my favorite oh this is my favorite i just, I just love that experience and everyone is a different favorite there is no bad flavor which no, is even totally more There's amazing no bad flavor i mean obviously we made it so um <laughs> we do say so ourselves this wasn't a planned faux pas thing like this whole story wasn't for the purpose of you know plugging faux pas but it just happened very naturally so um if you're around go pick up some faux pas anyway <laughs> what are you up to for memorial day weekend what are your big plans i'm kind of laying low i don't have a ton of like plans really i don't know what the weather is going to be like it looks like a little hit or miss i'm gonna get a massage though oh in the city and i you know i love a massage i'm just like excited to relax and that sounds awesome also i've been tra- I was traveling so much in like april and a little may and a lot of march it's just like it's kind of nice to just feel like settled mm-hmm. and just like go to the park relax hang out what are you, what are you doing do you have any plans so speak wait speaking of massage so my mother-in-law bought me a massage for my birthday Ooh. in march and i still have not like cashed it in i need to go do that she just sent me the person's phone number again i need to go call her but it's always like she comes to your house gets in the yeah she comes to your house she's something that gets in the way because like okay she sent me her number but she has three numbers in her phone book i'm like which one am i supposed to text she goes don't text call i'm like i don't want to call anyone <laughs> so anyway so i need to do that but this weekend i'm going to a wedding and then and that's sort of like in the middle of the weekend so 
Rusty and I were thinking about maybe going, taking Mila to the Hamptons for her first, I don't know, she's been to the Hamptons, <laughs> um, <laughs> for a time where she can actually like experience it to a some degree and I can play some fucking pickleball. Do so you have your own pickleball racket? What is the like the equipment needed for pickleball? It's, you just need, well, you need a court. So in their like community, they have like pickleball courts. And so you just need like the rackets and the balls, but they're not like, you know, when tennis, you need to buy. I don't know why I'm asking you this because on my honeymoon, pickleball is big, like internationally, right? Or is there a different ball, like a third ball? You mean racquetball? Yes. Well, no, racquetball is like in like a cage, right? <laughs> You're, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of the most like growing, most popular sports right now. Yeah. But yeah, all you need is like, the, the it's not like tennis where you need to get a specific racket for your hand for your like your size whatever type of tennis you want to play what beginner level you are it's like pretty straightforward at least and it's it's like a half tennis court i've explained pickleball oh. on every podcast i'm on <laughs> no, no 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 okay now that you're saying it's funny i wasn't sure if that was exact when i was on my honeymoon pickleball influencer <laughs> in march they had i think it's big internationally right it might it might be yeah i, I don't think know. so because they had a court at the at the resort we were staying at at the Maldives, and Mike and I played a couple times, and I found it to be a lot more enjoyable than tennis. Oh, definitely. Which I am bad at. It's easier to do like okay and pickleball. I think tennis yes. is much harder game to play. It's so it's so much easier. There's more fun because you can play with more people. Like yes. There's like the, because the you don't need you just need a couple of practice turns to just kind of get it. Also, if you are a tennis it's player, a wider racket maybe or something. The rack, yeah, no, there's no, it's completely different. It's not a net, yeah. it's like a paddle. Yeah, again, I'm a pickleball influencer. I've talked about pickleball on every single one of my shows multiple times. I'll play with I you. I discovered it in 2020. Yes. We should start play. a league. I mean, you don't have to tell me to get competitive. Like, you don't have to convince me. We can make t-shirts. Yeah, I'm down. It's so fun. I mean, I played with Rusty's dad and he would be yelling at me like that scene from Bridesmaids like, Carol, get your shit together. together, Carol. Like doubles? For period, you played doubles? Yeah. For a period of time, I could not serve. And okay. I figured out how to serve. And if you don't can't serve, you, it, you're you going to lose. Doubles, I feel like in any game is more fun than singles yeah. because so fun. One, you have less court to cover. Yeah. So you can like feel more in control. And so there's like less running, which is also It's just nice. way harder when yeah. one team member is not good. <laughs> are you usually the team member or is there or are usually the bad one? No, I'm I'm pretty good. Rusty is like so good. He can sprint across the court and like he can like stretch his body and just like I don't know. He's like I, I don't know. Agile. How he does it. He's extremely agile. He like can yeah. sprint and run and he's like so competitive and he's just like yelling at oh, like wow. yelling competitive i want to profanities play. at me <laughs> maybe mila maybe he'll groom mila to be a uh competitive pickleball player maybe i think his dream is that she plays football but uh, it's not my dream <laughs> interesting we don't live in roslyn but to continue his legacy as rhs's <laughs> football legend star yes which doesn't say much if you know our high school not great sports him, teams so upset. <laughs> did he think that we went to a school like friday night lights he was like, you don't get how good I was. <laughs> I'm, was like, sure, oh boy. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Maybe sure. In, in the Roslyn pool, he probably was pretty good. You should have that debate with him. <laughs> I've tried. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with little sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition. So everybody go check it out. Little Sleepies Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle of the night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery soft custom milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. 
fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. So speaking of Italy, that Sammy's in Italy right now, but yes. another famous couple just got married in Italy. Did you follow the Kravis nuptials? I loosely followed it. I have to say, I'm a little Kravised out. I'm yes. like a little sick of seeing them everywhere. They have a little bit overplayed. I've like they come up everywhere, social everywhere. media, articles, all this stuff. Like I've I've clicked an occasional article to see what's going on. I'm like over them though. It's over to me, it's they're a little overexposed. Agreed. A hundred percent, especially watching the Kardashians. And like every time Travis whispers, like we only need one follicle baby. Like it's so creepy. It's so he's like, I just love you so much, baby. Like it's just so creepy. And I'm I'm totes creeped out. And I agree, overexposed, less is more. The wedding was very interesting. What I liked about it was that it felt produced, but not, it didn't feel overly produced Wasn't for the sponsored? photos. I guess by Dolce and Gabbana or Doesn't something. Doesn't that make it inherently produced? But you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like it wasn't for the photos. It didn't feel like. It was f- almost for like their ceremony and their wedding. Like she didn't, she just kind of wanted to do her thing. It wasn't like, I need to have the best wedding ever is what I mean. Like it didn't mm-hmm. seem, you know, like Paris Hilton makes a show and a whole special and she, right, you know, has a four day event and it didn't feel I mean, like- It's still a spectacle. It is an Italian Kardashian wedding that is being filmed and right. sponsored and by Dolce & Gabbana. wondering where everybody is. I wouldn't exactly call it like a little church wedding. <laughs> no, no, no. I By no means did I say that. I agree <laughs> with you that it was done lavishly, of right. course. It wasn't like, you know, getting hitched, but um, it didn't feel like like the event that everybody's been waiting for. You know, right. like it didn't feel like they just kind of like went to Italy. They got a lot of paparazzi pictures of them in outfits. She wore like very interesting outfits. Yeah. And and that was it. Do you think it looked like a three and a half million dollar wedding? Because that's how much it costs, apparently. That's so much money. It's so much money. That said, like Kim Kardashian just bought a third house around her, like her plot. Oh yeah, I like, saw that. And it was like seven million or something. Just she to paid snatch. over she asking, she yeah. be like eight hundred thousand or six hundred thousand over asking just to have that land, so no neighbor moves in. So I feel like it's not that much money to them, especially if you like right. whoever's paying, because Travis Barker has a lot of money too. Well, that's why I don't understand why they had to have it sponsored. I don't think it's sponsored. I, I think they provided all the looks. In my vo- okay. in my mind, I think they just provided all the outfits. For the like, exposure? For the I exposure. Guess. I think it wasn't... I don't feel like it was, you know, paid in paid partnership with Dolce & Gabbana. Like, she wasn't, like, tagging. And it wasn't necessarily sponsored. You know, I think it was just, this is... Uh, this is what I, I want to do, like, a, an epic collaboration for the fashion and Italy. And it, Dolce & Gabbana was an interesting choice, considering, right. like, the controversy around him. Oh, yeah. that And didn't they have issues with him in the past or something? I don't know. It was just like interesting to have like your whole. But it's weird that like the whole Dolce Gabbana like scandal, not scandal, like the sexual harassment, alleged sexual oh, harassment yeah. stuff. And like people just kind of ignored it and continued wearing Dolce and Gabbana like to everything. It was interesting. And then, then this whole thing. I have to say, and again, I'm not like the biggest Kardashian watcher. But I don't really like Courtney's fashion choices generally. I think they're like okay at best. Like I thought the wedding dress was I didn't love it. Courtney's a totally different person now. She I used to really like her fashion. She was like so much chicer. Now mm-hmm. she's like hardcore goth emo because she's like with Travis and it's so have you ever watched Benny Dramas? If Alex is listening, she's going to kill me because this is all I talk about. But have you ever watched Benny Drama's like impersonations of her? No. You have to send okay. it to me. It is so good. And anytime I watch her, I think of only him. Like this, She's like a parody of the parody of her herself. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. So anybody who's seen it knows what I'm talking about. When she goes, we ride at dawn. And she like does the rock on sign. It was just so good. But that's what I think of her now. And I agree that 
things are weird. But um, interesting that Caitlyn Jenner wasn't invited. Interesting that Scott didn't didn't come. Rob was invited. He skipped it. I don't think Corey Gamble was there. That's weird. That's her brother. Why wouldn't he go to her wedding? I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't want to be photographed. I guess. And because it is a spectacle. Like like you said, it's a spectacle. It's not an intimate moment. That's true. It's a spectacle. Yeah, I could see him not wanting to. I don't know. I feel like that it, it would feel weird. What is going on with Do they talk about that in the show? What's going on with Rob? Um, no. I, I didn't watch this last episode that came out today, basically, but obviously <laughs> we're recording at 10 in the morning. But I don't know what's going on with him. He, they just won that Black China lawsuit, though. Yes, I saw that in the news. I mean, it's interesting kind of how he's just like out of the family press machine. Yeah. Like, and sort of just living life off the money and figuring it out. I don't know. It's kind of great. Good for him. I'd like to see a documentary on Rob. Yeah, I and would how too. he feels about everything and what's going on with him. He and Rusty have the same birthday. Um, wow. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Um, I do feel like we've been, like the Kardashians have been all over pop culture lately, like more so than yeah. regular, like mm-hmm. much more. Like, they really aren't almost, going anywhere. No. You thought it's, maybe they would like now. chill or something, else, but it's more. They're infiltrating like main, like really mainstream, like, and everything is so, I don't know, everything just like overlaps, like with Pete Davidson and like Machine Gun, like because of their partner choices. So it's like they're now in like the music, right? Kanye, like their show. Well, that all seems strategic, though. No one's just dating like a nobody. Of course. I mean, Chris kind of did. (laughs) <laughs> I guess, but Chris is is less about herself and more about the kit making the kids. I love Chris Kardashian. Jenner, she is Chris Kardashian. Jenner, yeah, Chris Kardashian, Chris <laughs> Jenner, yeah, Chris Jenner, Jenner. yeah, Chris Jenner. I love her. She is just a force. Anyway, it's just uh, that's just what's happened. But ugh. they're here. They're not going anywhere. Were there, was there anybody else's fashion that you liked, or you don't care? I don't really care. I just happened to notice Courtney's dress and I was like, mm. not that I'm like a fashionista, so I should be like uh, oh, <laughs> judging. No. I wear the same fucking thing every day and it's uh, looks probably fine at best. But I don't <laughs> know. Beautiful. I just felt like for giving all that the money and the other. Th- I just it wasn't for me. I mean, I think it wasn't for most people, but I think that I, I liked that she sort of did something kind of crazy, mm-hmm. like sort of very like non-traditional. But Were a kids lot there? of people, yes, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think I saw. A lot of people, though, were pissed about how they, like, misappropriated, like, Catholic Catholicism. Right. It was weird. What did they do exactly? The one outfit where, like, he was dressed as a priest. And, like, then there was another outfit where she, like, had, like, the Virgin Mary or some, some other. I mean, I'm Jewish, so I don't really know a lot about it. But who was on these? So please give me some. Grace, Just give me a break. Um, but like she was wearing the Virgin Mary or some some Catholic symbol on her like chest. Okay. And then Chloe was wearing that like, you know, like that angel headpiece. And it was all very interesting. I thought it was bizarre. Yeah. That's what's kind of annoying about them. I feel like they just like, they just do whatever they want to kind of like make themselves feel like they're. They are pretty religious are they? they like pray all the time yeah they say bible no i'm just kidding they pray all the time and like they, they send like verses from the bible to each other in text message and then post it and like they do a lot of that stuff oh i didn't know that at all interesting okay so maybe they believe all that stuff yeah, and they were like but leaning I think, in i doubt i it, think though. it was very like gothic and catholic and so i don't know yeah i'm just kind of like i'm a little i would need a little break from yeah, let's there, take a I break agree. and talk about Chloe. No, just <laughs> We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, 
No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. I mean, Chloe, it's, we could talk about Chloe. This is more about like, I guess, the Chloe's and her interpersonal issues with Lamar yeah. or lack thereof. So she went on a podcast and she said that people don't get to see Tristan's good sides and basically was like kind of defending him. Um, yeah. And you know what? I thought it was like, I, they're not together, correct? No. So I feel like if they're not together, that's kind of healthy. They have a kid together. Like, she doesn't need to demonize him. Yeah. She's, again, I'm sorry. I didn't listen to the actual episode. But from what it sounds like, it's like she's basically saying, like, people are not all black and white. It's easier to put someone in a box of, like, terrible, awful person versus, like, angel, amazing partner. And I think in celebrity culture it often seems like that because you don't actually know anyone we don't actually know either of them yeah and so it's easier to just say like oh he's a cheater and he sucks and he's the worst i'm sure that's partially true yeah. but like every like every real person people are dynamic they have multiple sides and i think it's kind of nice especially since they're like co-parenting that she doesn't have this one-sided evil view of him because that will probably make her kid's life a lot easier and mm -hmm. just makes for a more real relationship. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And I think it's just like the thing that drives me nuts is like the feminist in me that's like annoyed that fucking Chloe, like who gets, you know, as a mom just has to protect her kid and has to like speak nicely about this fucking guy. Maybe she doesn't who, have to. She doesn't have to though. But she chooses to. Right. She's choosing to. But I agreed like to me it frustrates me on her behalf because this guy like really continued to manipulate her and promised her all of these things that he's going to do better mm -hmm. and like just you know he's a different person. He's a changed person. He, he did all this shit like on the show and she like had trouble trusting him and finally got back together and like you know they like really like and it's really messed up because they do have a daughter together mm -hmm. and the stakes are all that much higher and then they find out he like not only like cheated on her but had a child with somebody else and like during this time mm -hmm. and like after all of that as the person who's the one that gets hurt has to protect their kid because he wasn't protecting their kid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that part really 
But I think really what I'm saying, like, she looks, mad. she looks all the better for it. I'm she, curious. Of course she does. Of course she does in terms of perception. But yeah. in terms of how she feels, it must feel like, I mean, I mean, I know she's all about like forgiveness and all of that, but it must feel like shit. Yeah. And again, I'm sure there's more stuff that happens behind the scene. I'm sure like, again, it sounds like he's kind of everything. All of his actions would point to him being just like the total worst. scumbag. But again, we don't know him or the situation. I just don't think it's healthy in any situation to just be like, this person is a piece of shit and this person is not. Like, I do think that... If you don't have... If you have a child, totally. If you have a child or even if you don't, I just think like people are more complicated than that. And like, obviously, like, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into that. I would love to see a couples therapy session between the two of them. But it's just kind of like, also, like, I don't know, I look at Chloe and I'm like, why does she? I mean, again, I'm not victim blaming her at all, obviously. Like, she's the complete victim here and he seems awful. But I do wonder, like, she does seem to choose these guys who are, like, betraying her constantly. And I wonder, like, if she could unpack, like, either what she finds, maybe there's something appealing about that, something that, like, happened earlier in her life or some some other weird thing that like draws her to these people i do think that's an interesting thing for her to explore because yeah. it does seem like a theme in her I mean, relationships she definitely has a bit of she probably has a self-esteem sort of complex of like you know she's talked about it before how she's you know the sister that everybody sort of like openly made fun of mm-hmm. um but courtney also scott cheated on her not incessantly she had the children with him but she just never like committed to him fully but and goes and has so maybe i think chloe is on the up and up and i can see why it's really upsetting to like she wants to have the same i'm assuming she wants to have the same father for multiple children because that's what her sisters did despite it not working out and i can see why she cares a lot about what the public opinion is and i can see why it's probably very stressful because it's hard for her to right kind of do it well, it's hard to live your life in public when it's not when it, especially when it's not going well, when it's going well, it's kind of I feel like it's like it's the two sides of of the coin. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like amazing when your life is going well and you have this huge audience and everyone's like rooting for you and everyone's excited and like people want to see your baby and like want to, you know, do all yeah. that stuff. But then on the flip side, it's like the sort of price you pay for that is the other side of it where it's like everyone has an opinion on the negative things that are going on your life the things that aren't so perfect and i don't think you can have one without the other and i think to imagine that you can is like a little naive and unrealistic well i think that most people are rooting for chloe and and then other people don't give a shit right but they're probably (laughs) not rooting for chloe and and tristan right that's what i'm saying you kind of have to because the public is so black and white yeah. you kind of feel probably more pressure to be black and white in that sense too. Like she probably feels more pressure to be like Tristan's a piece of shit. But in well, reality, they, she did do that. That was literally the plot of the last season of the Kardashians on E was she was not with him. She was shadily hooking up with him. He was trying to make himself seem he was this good guy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they sort of got back together the timeline what i just shared is not like 100% accurate but like that was the gist and so now then he goes and fucking does something again and betrays her in this version of the kardashians <laughs> um but whatever i just we're rooting for chloe you know i they're going to show on the show her finding yeah. out about it which should be Ugh, so like exploitative <laughs> so exploitative and good tv all right, let's talk about some TV that is not the Kardashians. <laughs> I promise this is not what we're going to talk about forever. It just happens to be everywhere. Do you agree? Do you guys yeah. agree? It's like, too much. It's too much. I hope they take the summer off. We're making it worse, though, because we're st- talking about it. I know. So it's, well, it, you can't help it. Just like fucking word vomit. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So let's talk about the staircase because I caught, I'm almost caught up and there's a new episode. But then I was almost caught up and then the new episode dropped today. I was like, damn it. <laughs> there's, some, there's some good shows out. And right I'm now I'm two episodes behind. What, so what shows do you feel like are really good? The staircase I've been watching, I tried to, okay, I watched that when the Netflix documentary came out like years ago. We tried to watch yeah. it. We watched a few episodes. I thought it was a very slow and a little boring. And I have to say a little bit of the same about the HBO thing. It's a little slow. Yeah. But the acting in the HBO series, incredible, amazing cast, you know? Unreal. Like, okay, having seen that documentary, the, the one that they're showing is being made in the series is like you see what um, Michael Peterson is like and then yeah. like Colin Firth is almost like transforms That's into what him. I'm saying. His He's got to win something for that. His voice and his mannerisms, you're like, you forget you're watching Colin Firth. Completely. He, it's like, a compl- he looks like, he made, they made him he look like him. made him met- look like him, but he doesn't look vibe. anything like him. Because Michael Peterson has this very narrow skit, like face, and Colin Firth is a round face. And and yet, the mannerisms. Forget, he really transforms into him the way he speaks and the way he's just kind of more of an asshole. And it is so good. Like, it almost makes you forget what the real Michael Peterson looks like in the same way like in the dropout you forget what the real elizabeth Holmes looks like because you think amanda seyfried is really now elizabeth holmes it's the same thing yeah just i mean the acting incredible i took me like maybe two episodes to realize that sophie turner was that was her oh really for some reason (laughs) i was like this girl looks a lot like sophie turner (laughs) and (laughs) 
And then Mike yeah. was like, that is so, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like it's like the time when we saw John Stamos. You're like, that guy looks like John Stamos. That is John Stamos. I don't trust myself with these things. So I'm always, you know, like in that weird vibe. And then Patrick Schwarzenegger also in it for everyone's. Just... Oh, that's who that is. Yeah. Great cast. Tony Collette. Oh, my God. Tony Collette. But Tony Collette is being very Tony Colletti. That's who she is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. she's great. And there's like certain parts that are, but she's definitely acting like she gives me Tony Collette vibes, you know? Yeah. Like she's not transforming into, but I think also because there is no footage of Kathleen. Right. So she can, she doesn't really have much to work with. Well, at least there is footage of their home videos. So I don't know. So like, do you think he did it? Okay. (laughs) It's my real question. I can't decide. I cannot decide. And I feel like the show is so creepy. The scene where they recreate her murder, the two versions of it, mm-hmm. the original version, I had the ch- I, it is the chills. It was she was so good at that one scene. It was making me want to like tur- I turned it off. It was yeah. so uncomfortable. And acting is just so good. The acting is, in, but like usually a long sequence death scene of a person dying accidentally is. Like hard to do, I assume. Right. Like that was a long sequence and I was so creeped out about it. Do I think he did it? Um, you know, the whole Germany staircase thing is very I agree. That was the part where I was like, who witnesses two people die from falling down the stairs? Right. It's just like a little too coincidental. I don't know. It was there's something really creepy about the whole thing. And he was in the war. It's not like, you know, there's liar, been death, right? death around him. He lies about the being a purple heart. That said, though, I don't think they proved that he did it. Right. I don't think that they really did prove. I still that. have some doubt. I have doubt. <laughs> doubt. <laughs> doubt. I, I definitely I have doubt. With you? I don't. Maybe. We're talking it's, about the movie Doubt with Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman and Meryl Streep. So. <laughs> I have doubt. I have doubt. I don't think they proved beyond a reasonable doubt that he murdered her and he has to go to prison for. And there was a that scene with the woman who does the, med- the autopsy, mm-hmm. the medical examiner, who she said it is like she bled to death. And then she was coached to say that it was blunt force trauma. So... And I assume that that's accurate, right? They're not going to just make that shit up from this show. So that part was like interesting. And I and obviously there is motive for the like prosecution or DA to, you know, get him because of his political career. But like a, a person could be an asshole. It doesn't mean he's a murderer. So. Right. I wonder if she knew about, I think it all, it kind of hinges also on like, did she know about the bisexuality? I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. I think it's weird that she never told. Right. And I think it's weird that if she knew that she never told anyone at all ever, which yeah. I mean, I, I could, I guess, theoretically possible. I don't possible. think that's that weird. It just depends yeah. on her relationship with other people. I guess if she had these close relationships that she, I mean, because his brother knew. Right. So you imagine there's a sense that like. But the brother didn't say he knew because Michael told him. He just had a, he had a sense. Did he? I thought he like. The ex-wife knew. I guess if the ex-wife knew, then maybe she knew too. I think if it, if, to me, it kind of hinges on if she already knew. Because if she already knew, there's no motive. There's no motive. It doesn't really make any sense for a relationship that was never violent before. But if she didn't know, I could see how that might escalate. Right. The other piece is the theory about the owl. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that really seemed accurate. <laughs> Well, the that's the only thing that explains the accident. Like why she has certain lacerations on her head that you may not get from a fall. Right. But you don't get brain damage or what that other guy said, you know? Yeah. Skull I fractures. Kind of crazy he wouldn't tell his lawyer that like the mother of his other children fall, fell down the stairs. But well, in my opinion, I think maybe because he's not taking it that seriously because he maybe thinks he didn't do it. But if you're getting if you're on trial for murder, it's pretty serious. Like <laughs> maybe he didn't think that it was he was it was going to happen. I think he was a little bit like he was going to get away with it or he thought that it was because he didn't do it. He's not going to get sentenced or guilty. 
Yeah, I really don't know. You know, Kathleen's daughter went to Cornell, just like us. Like actual daughter, Caitlin? Mm-hmm. Like the real, the real daughter who stopped speaking to them. So crazy, the whole thing. Like just one day your whole life just changes. Yeah. And like everything can just, you know, even if, if Michael was there and it was an accident, it could have been prevented. The whole thing about calling. How could it have been prevented if it was an accident? He would have found her sooner. Because he would have she just was bleeding up. to death. Right. If, it, if we're going with the accident storyline, she was bleeding to death. Right. And that takes a, a little bit longer to bleed out. And he said she was still breathing when he found her. And he said that he f- went there for 30 minutes later. Right. He could have called mm. the police or whatever, 911 sooner. The whole calling 911 and then hanging up and then calling back was interesting. Like, I mean, you don't know what you would do, but if something like that was happening, you would be like, what do I do? Right. Yeah. I don't know. It feels weird. I don't know. The whole thing seems odd. Like he's also very like weird. Like he's also his personality is so pretentious that it's very hard to like him. And therefore it's easier to say that he like from a feelings standpoint as a juror to say that he is not innocent. Yeah. But I really don't think that they. The kids really like him. The whole thing about that he took in two children that were not his own and then took all of the kids with him is interesting. I don't understand why the ex-wife didn't, she just didn't want custody of any of the kids. What ha- I read the Wikipedia page is that when he moved to the US, the ex-wife kept, I think, the daughters and he kept the sons and okay. or the other way around. And then- the ones that were in Germany came to the U.S. and lived with Kathleen and all of them together. Okay. And under one roof. And it was like a big mixed family. You know, that part makes, if like that, if he didn't do that, I would think, oh, asshole. But there right. is like, you know, it's he like adopt your friend's these, children. Right. Unless you felt and, guilty because you pushed um, her down the stairs. I don't, ooh. Although they were did say, I mean, that one did seem like, I think they weren't even saying that she, that because she did have like a brain aneurysm or something, right? The other woman. Unclear. I thought they were saying that. It was unclear that they had a brain aneurysm. I remember in the documentary and also they touched on it in the trial of the series was that she didn't, he declared the German like uh, police or whatever didn't do like a thorough investigation of right. what happened. But they said that she had been going to the doctor about something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's very weird. I mean, like, I guess if it, if it worked once, pushing your wife down this, but that would, to me would make, make it more premeditated. And I don't think there's anything that really lends us to believe that it was like, right. a, that it would have been premeditated, right? It sounds like if, it, if he did it, it was because they got into a fight and then he kind of just like lost it. So like the staircase thing kind of feels like, okay, like this, this is like your go-to thing. It's an insane it would have coincidence. to be planned, right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine being those kids, like just how awful, like you just lost your mother figure violently and then like now your father figure or father is potentially a murderer and you have to like decide and then there's all these coincidences happening. Right. It must be, I don't know. There's so many different things that point you in different ways. I kind of feel like if she told the daughter that the ex-husband cheated on her, it seems more likely that she might mention that Michael Peterson had some weird proclivities. I also, but maybe he, she sort of, I think they were alluding to the fact that she knew without him telling her. Because if the son also said he knew, and then the ex-wife says that he wasn't good at hiding things, that she probably just kind of knew. Right. It was kind of like an unspoken thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really fully convinced. I think it's possible that he did it, but. The show does a great job. You know what you should watch? I told you about this last night briefly. Candy on uh-huh. Hulu, speaking of another like true crime murder. Well, it's not really a mystery, but I'm talking about great acting too. Jessica Biel plays like the protagonist and they have they have uh, Justin Timberlake in it a little bit later. And what's her name? Linsky. Oh, you know, Linsky. She's also in it. It's like it's like a very it's very short. It's only five episodes because based on a true story. And uh-huh. they have another version of it. It's funny that they just, it's weird when they just randomly pick up these stories from like, this is from 1980. Um, and, but they're coming out with another 
version. another version of it on HBO with a lot of other famous people too. Interesting. About the same story? Yes, about the same story. But this time Elizabeth Olsen is going to play the same part that that uh, Jessica Biel is playing. That's so weird. Like, do they have the same research team? Like, I don't, do they like get into, like, they like, must. How do they option the story twice? I don't really get it. Yeah, that is very interesting. Maybe it's like a collaborative effort. So like both, you know, if one person, you know, if you watch one, you're going to watch the second version. That's interesting. The HBO version has even more famous people. I think it's, let me see. who I have mostly been craving things that are light. So I've been struggling watching The Staircase. So I've been watching Hacks and I'm caught up and it's so fucking funny. Do you watch that? I'm more into darker things these days. I have seen an episode. It was good. I need to like get more into it. I like the darker. For some reason, it helps me sleep. You know, when you have like a dark. <laughs> like the quintessential, like that meme that's like these women are like going to sleep to true crime <laughs> to relax. No, I, I can't go to sleep to a comedy. It's like too, it's too like bright and airy. I need something that's like a little bit like darker oh, and moodier. I can't. I think a drama but not like yeah. a true crime like fucked up thing like that's creeping me out otherwise i have like nightmares yeah the other one has uh the hbo version is called love and death and i'm it should be coming out this year and it has jesse plemons in it and oh he's great um, elizabeth olsen and uh kristen ritter so weird that the story is coming out but yeah, odd. I think you'd like it. Jessica Peel's really good, and she also plays. She has this crazy haircut because the woman in the show had it. It's like yeah. short, curly, like almost reddish hair. Yeah. So it's interesting to see someone who's like so beautiful. Like she still looks good somehow, yeah. but she also looks like it's just weird. Like you imagine Jessica Peel if she had this haircut, and it's just like pretty. Right. Like Google her in the show. Yeah, Google I, her I, the, yeah. It's funny. She has like a um, what's her name from Ozark haircut, but red. Yeah. Ruth. I mean, she still more. Lo- yeah. She still looks good, but she doesn't look like Jessica her traditional Biel. Jessica Beale sense. So that was makes funny. sense. So yeah, I'm I'm watching Hacks. I really I, the script is so good. It's so funny. And the acting's amazing. But anyway, let us know what you guys have been watching. If there's anything you are loving, hating, can't stand, want the more works. of. We'd love to not talk about the Kardashians. <laughs> so yes. send that our way. You can DM us. I'm at Aileen. Jordana's at at Jordana Abraham. <laughs> we just finished each other's sentences. <laughs> we do. We have and, one brain. <laughs> and so be sure to rate, review. Please leave us a nice review. Five stars. It means the world to us. And if you want to contact us, you know where to find us. And talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.